In the note for Friday, January 28th, the 28th day of 2022. There are 337 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on uh, Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Big NFL weekend ahead. We'll talk about that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? Do you ever get tired of adulting? <laughs> you have no idea. Do you get tired of adulting to the point where you just sort of like would be less of an adult? Well, we have daughters. Modern, so yes. We do. Uh, and they are across the broad demographic spectrum as well. <laughs> we got, uh, <laughs> got older, we got younger, we got in the middle. Modern life is challenging, so to keep your peace of mind, embrace your childhood. Things like singing wheels on the bus. Or the Oscar Mayer Wiener jingle or all those uh, childhood songs that are etched in your mind. Even if you don't want to break them out in public, you can do them in the car or just walking around. They evoke positive memories about your childhood and make you feel better. Yeah, and I do that. You do? I do that with the little one. Yeah, it helps keep you young and yeah. keep you in. Yeah, uh, I know one that you would probably enjoy walking around. You'd like ch- uh, singing the Ain't No Bugs on Me yes. uh, jingle. That's one. Ain't No Bugs on Me. You, yeah. I hope there are no bugs on you, by the way. Those hard shell bugs running around here that you could have one of those on you, I suppose. He is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee. Covering every corner of the globe, London, Moscow, Paris, and even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Uh, I'm fine. You look calm, but I know you're not. Why? Because big rivalry doubleheader tonight? That's, that's just the appetizer. Like, <laughs> you got to get through tonight professionally, and then you'll just be... You'll be beside yourself tomorrow. Kentucky, Kansas. Well, Set with well, that one, nervous. but then that just ramps what up else into is coming even up this more. Weekend? I, I think you, there's a football game on Sunday that you're uh, that you're interested in. So I can just see this, where the week's go, the weekend is going guy. to build. It's going to be quite quite the crescendo yeah, think, for you. Uh, this is a great trifecta of games, though. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Grayson County, Absolutely. Edmondson County, Kentucky, Kansas, and. The AFC Championship. We're going to make our picks later on in the show. I hope you're not crying at the end of the picks. I hope all the picks go your way, but uh, just be prepared. You like numbers. Um, you you like uh, data or you like statistics. Uh, here's something else you have to look forward to beyond the weekend in case things don't go your way from an NFL standpoint. The uh, month of February, this February, is going to have two palindromic dates. You've got two two twenty two, and you've got two twenty two twenty two this month. So if, if you, if in case there's some special event in your life that you'd like to plan, that you always remember, I remember that I did that on two two twenty two or two twenty two twenty two. No, yeah, you don't yeah, like I mean, those types of things? I, palindromes are fine. I have no strong opinion towards them. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it could be worse, I guess. You mentioned the daughter. We have one palindromic daughter, Anna. <laughs> you f- spell her name backwards. Still, oh, I, I, st- that, st- that one went over my head. St- still Anna. Yeah. Uh, weather-wise, it, you, you heard Christy Dutton from uh, the Wave uh, Storm Tracking Team just a minute ago talking about 
how there is a winter weather advisory or an alert for uh, most of wave country. Well, we don't happen to be part of that. Uh, there is an alert day for uh, in southern Indiana and across Louisville, and they may see one to two inches of snow through this big nor'easter that's moving across and really going to dump. I mean, going to dump a foot of snow on New York City and Boston and those areas. This is going to be a rough weekend weather-wise from South Florida. Did you hear that? South Florida all the way into New England. There are 200 million uh, Americans this weekend that are going to have a rough weather weekend, but we're not we're not ones of them unless you count cold temperature. So here locally, less than an inch of snow. You may see a snow shower this afternoon. Uh, the roads are cold so that if we were to get a little precipitation, you might see a slick spot here or there. But uh, generally, no no problem for us today. A uh, high of 34, uh, us being between the lakes here. We'll see a low of 12 overnight tonight. That's regionally. Might only get to about 15 here in uh, between the, our Twin Lakes. And then partly cloudy tomorrow, high of 30, and then just warmer as we ramp up. So 43 on Sunday, and then 48 on Monday, 56, 52. And then the bottom falls out again next Thursday, and here we go again. I know someone a lot who says second verse, same as the first. So rinse and repeat for late next week. The uh, Much as we expected... Justice Stephen Breyers announced yesterday at the White House that he will retire at the end of the Supreme Court session, and the president did confirm uh, his campaign promise that he would be. He's, his intentions are to nominate a, a black female as the next uh, added justice to the Supreme Court of the United States. Also, the Biden administration saying that Russian invasion in in February is a distinct possibility. The uh, Biden administration telling the Ukrainian administration, the president, that there's a distinct possibility Russia could take military action against Ukraine in February. Putin says, no, we're just making the region more secure. Okay. If you amass all those troops at the border, um, you must be up to something. So I'm not, you know, Russia's making some demands. NATO's making some demands. It's just a matter of, I guess, who's going to flinch and... Uh, certainly worth keeping your eye on. Over 12,700 new COVID cases in Kentucky announced yesterday for the trailing 24 hours. 39 new deaths. The positivity rate did drop slightly for the fourth straight day. We were above 33% to start the week. We're at uh, below 32% now, 31.6. And hopefully that number will get even better tomorrow. But hospitalizations, 2,500. Not exactly, but 2,508. There are 473 Kentuckians in ICU, and there are 259 Kentuckians on a ventilator. The statewide incidence rate was at 234 on Wednesday, dropped to 230 yesterday. So all red still on the Kentucky map. Look over at Har- Harlan County, 321. That's uh, one of the higher numbers that what I've is it seen. For Grayson? Boyd County, Grayson's at 281 right now. Uh, as of the the printing of this map, kind of moves all the time. But Boyd County was 319. You got some really high numbers out there uh, around the around the edges. McCracken, McCracken's really high too. It looks McCracken like. County uh, and um, I've seen McLean County at like 282. Ohio County is above 300. Ohio County's at 303. Butler County at 134. So, you know, not too, not too bad. Uh, I'm holding a story in my hand today that uh, uh, was uh, went up this morning that I just wanted to mention quickly. The Grayson County High School DECA chapter notched over 15 first place finishes at their regional competition. Uh, they they compete in Region Two, and in total, 16 competitors won first place awards. And uh, Bailey Collins was named the outstanding chapter member, so congratulations to Bailey. But uh, you can read the complete list of those students who are uh, doing good things in DECA. You can see that at uh, k105.com. But if you're watching, you can see a photograph of those uh, those uh, bright and talented young people who we are speaking of. Several Western Kentucky families who lost their homes in December's tornado outbreak will be a little more comfortable when the first wave of 20 travel trailers arrive today. Governor Bashir said 
A total of 200 travel trailers were purchased from RV dealers across Kentucky. These move-in ready trailers will provide much some much-needed medium-term housing for our people who have been in hotels, at lodges, and in our state parks. The governor says, quote, this is going to get them into something larger with a little more room and a lot more privacy. So the first 20 of the 200 are being delivered today, 10 of them in Mayfield, 10 of them near Dawson Springs, and then I I would imagine some of the other 180 will, uh, if not ended up being a little bit more, will find their way maybe into Warren County and some of those areas. Warren County in particular is one of those communities that doesn't have a lot of medium-range rental housing. (laughs) Bowling Green, Warren County has high, they have high and they have low and there are very distinct lines. There's not much middle ground housing, and so this is this talk, may be a talk stop to the gap. college kids about that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it's it's a, it's a supply and demand type of issue, and and they're also you know from a planning commission standpoint, there that's that's been kind of by design uh, in ways in Warren County, but we kind of we we I mean we won't get into that for the purposes of our discussion today. But the governor says they are setting up special RV parks with utility hookups. And will also allow people to have them on their property while they're rebuilding if it's safe to do so. So that would be an added convenience while you're rebuilding your own home. If you could be there on your property where you wake up every morning and you're there to help or you know measure progress, that type of thing. So I like this idea. Yeah, I, I think it will be fine. Uh, I'm curious to know. The trailers, by the way, range from 27 to 36 feet. They're brand new, clean, and modern, according to the governor. And I would imagine they'll be sold as surplus at the end. You know, you'd be able to buy them at a big discount. Uh, this is where some of that FEMA money money goes mm-hmm. you know some of the federal assistance when it stopped coming their way is this something that happens often like yeah, in these situations yeah. I, I was just saying i think this is a good idea i, I think this happens a lot in fact i think it happens a lot along the gulf coast which uh-huh. is kind of where kentucky is borrowing this is that when hurricanes come through then you'll see a lot of these travel trailers that land there and i don't know i've not priced these in a while and i don't know if they ebb and flow and they're up and down but that's about a twenty thousand twenty to twenty five thousand dollar travel trailer is my guess in that range and so when and what they'll do is then when they're finished with them they'll be hopefully well well taken care of or well used and then they'll turn around and sell them for ten twelve thousand dollars something like that and somebody will have themselves a travel trailer that they can uh, that they can use on the weekends or for whatever people use travel trailers for. AG Daniel Cameron announced yesterday the expansion of the emergency contractor registration program to assist victims of the outbreak of tornadoes in western Kentucky. Following the storm and tornadoes, the Consumer Protection Act, the Office of Consumer Protection out of the AG's office, worked with counties in western Kentucky like Graves, Caldwell, Hopkins, uh, the city of Mayfield, Princeton, Dawson Springs. They required contractors to register prior to doing business, which I think is an excellent idea. And the reason I mention it is that we may have contractors, general contractors in our region that are around the campfire this morning who might be doing business in western Kentucky and just letting you know that the AG's office has extended that period where you must be registered if you want to do work in that part of the state. Also, for those of you who might not have yet or need to file for unemployment claims uh, amid applicants who have been unable to receive other kinds of unemployment aid to uh, be considered and have to and have to explain how, when, and where they lost their job, the deadline is today through FEMA. And that includes people in Hart, Ohio, and Warren counties. It's a bunch of other counties, but the ones closest to us include Hart County. So you may have some may have some Hart Countyans gathered this morning that need that information. The legislature of your Commonwealth of Kentucky took a first step yesterday toward fighting back against porch piracy. The Senate Judiciary Committee advanced a bill to impose tougher penalties for stealing packages left on porches by commercial delivery carriers. The measure would update the state's theft of mail statute, closing a loophole in the decades-old law. The goal is to crack down on people who snatch packages left near front doors. This is a this is a much – I'm not saying we don't have the problem out here in the more rural portions of the state because I certainly wouldn't make that claim. 
but it is much worse in Louisville, Lexington, Bowling Green, where you've got a lot more people coming and going and apartment complexes and you've just, you just got a lot more people. And so it's a bigger problem. They're going to try and make it, uh, give the, the legislation more teeth. So person might say, well, I thought, already thought it was a felony to mess with the mail. Yeah, the mail, the United States Postal Service mail, it is a felony. But in some cases, people who had been caught and prosecuted for porch piracy, as we call it, they get misdemeanors or whatever because there's not laws on them. This is where this is where a lot of times our society can't move fast enough to pass legislation to keep with the times. They're stuck flat-footed and going, you know, porch piracy is really a problem. We should probably do something about that to uh, create a the opposite of an incentive to do such things. The Senate also voted yesterday to set ground rules for lawmakers to call themselves back into session if voters give them the new constitutional power later this year. Today, the governor of our state is the only person who can call a special session. And what we have learned through the last two years and soon to be starting our third year is that much to the chagrin of probably citizens, but certainly legislators, they've been wanting to be called out off the sidelines to get back into the game to try and take up some of the issues that need to be managed uh, throughout this this pandemic, but either through practical reasons or political reasons, the governor has been very reluctant to do that. He's kind of keeping them on the sideline and then managing managing the game from you know from his office. So you can you know you can agree or disagree with his approach to that. But what the legislature is now saying is, we want to ask the people of Kentucky to give us the power to call ourselves back into special into session, but with limitations. It would be 12 additional days each year, and it did clear a Senate 28 to 9, and cleared the Senate 28 to 9, now goes over to the House, where it you know that this is going to pass uh, just because of their supermajorities. Now, once lawmakers end regular sessions, they can't reconvene until the next year unless called into special session by the governor. I don't mind this at all, so long as you're willing to put a cap on it. I think it can be a useful tool if it's not an overused tool. It could, it could be abused, but at least you know the abuse is limited to twelve days. I I don't I don't disagree at all that there are instances when our citizen legislators need to reconvene and be able to take action. And when you've got a polarized political spectrum right now where the the overwhelming leadership in Frankfurt is so GOP, but the governor is DEM, and then he is he is slow to say, well, I'm going to involve you guys. I'm going to go out here and set out on my own. Well, there are times when you need the legislature, and there are times you don't. And this is another check and balance. This is, this is the legislature saying, you can't keep us out of the conversation until January, and so 12 days might be too much. It might not be enough, but I would expect that it needs to be used responsibly or I will regret my decision to allow you to do it, which I would think a lot of Kentuckians would use. Use your opportunities. Use your powers. Use them responsibly for the good of everyone, and you get very little argument from me on that. The governor has land, the governor has announced several new economic development projects expected to deliver more than a thousand jobs and nearly one hundred sixty one million dollars in investments. The governor announced continued growth in the state's agritech sector as eighty acre farms moves forward with plans to locate a new vertical farming facility in Boone County that'll create one hundred twenty five jobs and a seventy four million dollar investment. Also in northern Kentucky, Levi Strauss and Company will establish a new e-commerce distribution center in Erlanger. That's about a 300-job project. Confluent Health plans to relocate and expand its headquarters in Louisville. And then the Kroger Fulfillment Network, which is a wholly-owned subsidiary of Kroger, plans to locate an e-commerce facility in Louisville, creating 161 jobs. So I like the fact that it's uh, diversified. You got agritech in there. You got yeah, uh, grocery. You got healthcare. You obviously, got... Boone County is my neck of the woods, mm-hmm. and I was trying to figure out where it was, and I couldn't find an address or anything. You think your dad is the new? Uh, he's going to head up this new subsidiary of Kroger. I I haven't heard whether yes or no. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that he really wants to move to Louisville. Yeah, but. Uh, UK and KU 
tomorrow. Maybe this is an example that uh, the world can get it right. It's University of Kentucky and it's Kansas University. They mix those up all the time. And maybe the Big 12 SEC Challenge. Yeah. That's right. It's a palindrome. And maybe the um, the Cats will be victorious out at Allen Fieldhouse tomorrow. Tough place to play. A very unique place. It's kind of along the lines of the Wrigley Fields and the Fenways and that type of thing. It's a lot of history in that building. And then tonight, Grayson County, Edmondson County. Sam, are you excited about this rivalry? Oh, yeah. It's always fun <laughs> when these two teams match up. And like I've, like I've said on air, it really doesn't matter, like, just using the boys as an example, if it was the 1976 Edmondson team against the worst boys Grayson County team ever, or if it was the 2001 or 2009, I don't want to pick a, pick and choose which one, against the worst Edmondson County team ever, they're going to play. It's going to be a great game. And uh, the girls should be interesting, too, because uh, the interesting storyline there is Annie Kuyper, who was going to be one of Grayson County's leading returning scorers for Grayson County. She transferred to Edmondson County, and she's now eligible to play, which oh. is good. So she'll be playing up against... I know one of Grayson County's best players, Arissa Riggs, and her are were were and I presume still are very good friends. So yeah. I'm sure that that'll be very exciting for for both teams to be able to go up against their friend. Coaches come and go, players come and go, students come and go. Just but the rivalry's still there. The rivalry right? continues. Uh, you hearing anything out of Louisville yet? Does Louisville have a basketball coach yet? Did they ask you? No, they haven't asked me yet. Did okay. they ask you? Not yet. All right, so we've ruled out. We've ruled out the two of us. Everybody yes. else is still under consideration. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They haven't yeah, asked us yet. Right. We got to get to a break. We'll come back. We've got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Today is Daisy's day. <laughs> She's a Daisy, not Daisy, uh, not Daisy Duke, uh, not yeah. Daisy Duck. It's Daisy the flower. Do you like daisies? I do. Picking daisies. I mean, are there well any enough. daisies on your shirt? I see you have flowers on your shirt. Mm. Are there any daisies on there? I don't even know, know if, if you plan that out. That could be a floral. <laughs> no, it's probably some conflicting floral. Uh, thing. It's also today, it is Blueberry Pancake Day today. I, I, I'm not a big pancake fan. I do have a fancy new griddle, though, and I think maybe that might oh, pave like the it. way for me to try to make... Are love, you serious? I love you my griddle. What do you mean, am I serious? Like, you're going to now start doing sweet breakfast things no, I'm because you have I a could, griddle? I could, because on the box that the griddle came in, it showed people doing pancakes on it. I thought, oh, look, you I could do pancakes. You need to get pancakes. one of those famous, those fancy little, like, Squirters too that you can squirt the little pancakes out on. Right, or we can get you a Mickey Mouse uh, outline. The so you mold, can make, yeah, I could, yeah. You I could can make the, Mickey Mouse I could pancakes. Do the mold, but believe you me, there's if somebody were, in your household. If I'm sure I were would going love to do Mouse it, pancake. I would have one of the bowl things with the button uh-huh. that gives you the exact amount uh-huh. that you want because they have to be uniform. Uh-huh. I mean, and they would have to be plate size. What about like a? You could get a Yoda one too. You could have a oh, Yoda I pancake. Will tell you, I Are you trying to encourage him? I yes. kind of like the silver dollar. Size. I think if I like pancakes, oh, no. I like silver dollar. Those are too small. No, you can just have more of them. They look like little coins on your plate, like little so silver dollars. The, he really does not like sweet breakfast. No, so. I don't. But I know I can make it. So, I'm sure, uh, you can make a savory pancake. It's National Lego Day today. I think they call that a crepe. Oh my lord. National Lego, Lego Day? Yeah, oh. it's Lego Day today. I'm losing as a mom. Tomorrow today. is corn chip day. Tomorrow is puzzle day. You going to work a puzzle? You got new puzzles for Christmas. Yeah, I did. But Sunday is Yodel for Your Neighbors Day. So, Sam, uh, can you yodel who day during the game on Sunday so your neighbors Our, will nearby? The Bengal Bengal growl theme song doesn't really go. Doesn't really. There's just, no yodeling just start in there. And then take it up top. Who today? Who today? No. <laughs> All right. I don't know. Uh, no, don't know that that's going to happen. Just trying to give if you a way get, to uh, yodel for your neighbors. They'll be hearing me, but probably not in. Uh, <laughs> that's why I was saying, sense. if you would just throw in a yodel or two, then all the now, your yelling if, and screaming. If they win, I don't know what kind of sounds are going to come out of me. So <laughs> it's really going to need to hear you yodel. <laughs> no, there, there's. I can't even sing, let alone yodel. I'm going to call your neighbors and have them recording I'm to see call what kind mama. of. See what kind of she's not going to hear the no she's not going to hear the no. sound we need to hear I the neighbors to pretty, I have to watch those games by myself I get two yeah 
Too stressed. Little Debbie has a new line of ice cream. Wow. So, yeah, this what? could be good. Yeah, Little Debbie. Seven ice cream flavors inspired by oatmeal cream pies, oh. cosmic brownies, oh. zebra cakes. You got to pronounce it like our European friends do. Mm-hmm. The zebra cakes, honey buns, strawberry shortcake rolls, Swiss rolls, and nutty bars. Yes, please. Well, I have a, we have a Little Debbie connection now that you might not even know about that might be able to hook us up. I don't know. Really? Uh-huh. Do you think they let the Little Debbie cake people and, the, like, are they the same as the ice cream people? Or, I don't know. Or are I'm, they adversarial let's, let's put it in this some way. nature? Let's put it this way. I have a connection with the cake people now. All right. So I'm not sure if that <clears throat> said person can then get us connected to the ice cream as well. Do, do the cake people, though, would they feel threatened by the ice cream people because they think, uh-oh, now people have access to the ice cream. They might not want the cakes. Hmm. I don't, I don't know. I'll, I'll, we'll, have to, uh, we'll have to check and make sure. That does sound good. Oatmeal cream pie ice cream, cosmic brownie ice cream, zebra cake, yes, honey bun. Um, that Honey bun is probably the one that I'm least interested in. Oh, see, that, really? would, that would probably be the one I'd be the most interested in. Yeah, yeah. Strawberry shortcake rolls, Swiss rolls. I just I, I love like, Swiss rolls. I Nutty like Swiss bars. Rolls. Yes. Now I don't want any of those combined. I need those individually. I don't know. Like a Swiss roll nutty bar combo would be pretty decent. No, no. I think the, I think some of the flavor is going to get lost in there. That's why I'm just saying I don't think that's for me. I like honey buns. Though. A new poll says, "Well, I, I, honey bun is all of those are good." Especially the if honey you throw bun, the microwave for about 15 seconds. If you walked over there and you threw a basket of those cakes, you just said, here, grab what mm-hmm. you want, the honey bun would be the last one. Really? Now, if it were the only thing in the basket, See, I wouldn't turn it down and say, no, I don't want a honey bun. She might get upset at me, but the oatmeal cream pie would probably be the one I'd go last with. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, so... that's. I, just, I, but I'm, I'm not saying I don't like it, but I'm saying if you give me the list, it is it is definitely last place. I would choose honey bun first. Really? Okay. Well, yeah. Compare. Well, everything else has cream in that. No, nutty bars don't. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. and I do love a nutty bar. Yeah, bring on so those maybe nutty that's bars. my second. Nutty bars one for me. Oatmeal pies two. Swiss rolls is three. Mm-hmm. Like do do do. Well, then zebra cake is is kind of in that same realm of the. What was that? A zebra cake? Is that what you meant? Zebra, zebra. A poll says one in 12 people eat pizza with a fork and knife. Well, now, one in 12. (laughs) Um, I mean, I don't always eat it, but I sometimes. I'm not going to throw shade at people who do. Here's what I will. Certain kinds of pizza call for that. That's exactly right. if 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 the delivery method of the pizza calls for it. So at Via Napoli. At Epcot, they have <laughs> wonderful pizza. And you, if you want to eat it, you're going to use a fork and a knife to at least get started. Mm-hmm. You can fold it, but the tip of it is still not going to be good. Well, so you're still going to have you're still going to have to take the center out of it with the fork and the knife. It's like Chicago style pizza. You got to eat that with a fork and knife. It can be a little, yeah, it can be a little firm, though, and that's where the fold comes in, I think. Mm-hmm. But even at Via Napoli, you can fold it, but the you're still not, it's not going to be strong enough in order to. It's still to, flopping right Yeah, still yeah. so. So the fork and the knife is, but now, I I am for using it as a tool to get you to a point where the pizza can stand on its own accord. Mm-hmm. But if you're st- if you're going with the fork and the knife all the way to the crust and beyond, then we need to talk. I mean, I've I mean, the thing is, is and you're mentioned. I know you're getting ready to talk about it in a moment. But if you're talking other good Cincinnati foods like Cincinnati pizza, La Rosa's pizza, it's known as you know your toppings will slide off usually when you eat it. So you got to have the fork there to to pick up all the toppings. Not to mention also some of that some of that Giordano's Chicago pizza is so thick that it's like uh-huh. a casserole uh-huh. that even when you get to the crust you need See, the fork and the knife. I don't particularly like Chicago style pizza. I like it just once in a while. Uh-huh. Like I'm like, gonna have a piece of that and mm-hmm. I've had it. I haven't. We we had some back in the summer. We were we it were is. we were at O'Hare and we had some pizza and it was good. Well, and I don't, I don't like pizza. Period. But you liked that. 
Well, but yeah, <laughs> but I don't like pizza. Mm-hmm. So right. for it to be that thick for me, not not good. Right, not routinely, but rarely. If you're in Chicago, you need to have Chicago style pizza. Yep. That's just kind of the way. When I, I was there it. this summer, I had some, and I don't know, it just didn't didn't hit the spot. It can it almost in some, some of those Giordano's is one of them. And, it's almost like lasagna. And you know, and that's me, how thick it is. My yeah. biggest problem with it too is it takes like an hour and a half to get my pizza. <laughs> yeah, you got to It's like gotta, they're going to tell you it's it'll take 45 minutes. You got to plan ahead. That's uh-huh. right. Well, I mean, it takes a while to for something like that. Yeah, to yeah, through. no, I know. That's that's probably my biggest complaint too. All right. Now I'm hungry. So, the weekend, Sunday afternoon, there'll be two, there's the AFC Championship game and there's the NFC Championship game. Uh, Sam, you'll at least get put out of your misery early because you've got the early game. The Kansas City Chiefs, so Kansas City Barbecue, taking on Montgomery Inn. Skyline Chili. <laughs> and so in the other, in the late game, you've got uh, California Cuisine versus uh, Rice Aroni. So. I think I'm not doing the 49er service by just labeling it as rice aroni because that sounds basic. Mm-hmm. But the 49ers, they, the rice aroni would be more representative of stir fry <laughs> or rice based types of things. And California, the fa- California cuisine would lean more toward Japanese side or avocado, like, like in that, in that area, that clean living type of thing. So let's start with. Sam, you can't even be objective. You would rather have Montgomery in than Kansas City barbecue, yes? No, I mean, hands down, every day of the week. All right, but if, why. if I were to ask you, though, in the month of June, if I said, would you like some barbecue from the Midwest or would you like Big Ted's platter from, from Montgomery in, which would you choose? A taste of home. Okay, all right. All right. Well, but then again, I would probably argue that the true Cincinnati dish is, is Cincinnati chili. Yeah, well, but. yeah, that's not what we're doing. Miss um, <laughs> Buckles, are you choosing Montgomery Inn's Big Ted Platter, or are you choosing Kansas City? They're basically... Are you choosing they're, my happiness they're, or they're, my depression? They're basically barbecue. <laughs> they're both barbecue, so it comes down to a stylistic. Well, I mean, I, I don't really know how to land on this one. I mean, Montgomery Inn, I really love that flavor. But it's sweet. Yes. Yeah. Is that what I'm getting? That's what I'm asking. Do you basically want Kansas City barbecue flavoring, or do you want Montgomery Inn barbecue flavoring? Okay. Again, the difference is what the the uh, Kansas City barbecue is a little more traditional. It would be a little more in the direction of mustardy and molasses, and not so much mustard like Carolina barbecue. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to be sweet. It's going mm-hmm. to be more of your like traditional, vinegar, isn't it? yeah, probably more vinegar based. Okay, I like that. I, I, again, I'm not picky. I need you to pick between the two. Um, Kansas City. Okay, so you're mm. taking Kansas City. Sam, mm. I'm sorry. Uh, I am I going to take... Sam. I didn't know. I, I, I want, see you want depression over here for I, me. I want Montgomery in... Uh, uh-huh. Uh, With a side of Skyline chili and some Grater's ice cream for dessert. I'm if sorry, we're talking just, about food... If we're talking about food, I'm going to choose Montgomery Inn. I'm going to choose a big, thick uh, pork chop with Montgomery Inn barbecue sauce on it. That's what I'm going to choose. Now, are you going to do the whole order it and chip it like we talked about no, a couple no, months ago? I'm gonna, no, I'm doing it myself. Um, I was on that website earlier this week just seeing, but no, I'm going to do it myself. But, Sam, if the the Cincinnati offense doesn't figure out a way to avoid nine sacks – I'm not worried about It's going to be a long afternoon. I'm not worried about that. You sure? It's a one-time thing. The Chiefs are going to score on every play. Well. If Cincinnati can't. Well, on every drive. Can we think back to when these two teams played? Yeah. Just earlier this month. And in the second half, you know how many points the Chiefs scored against the Cincinnati Bengals? You can't give up nine sacks and win the AFC Championship game. They gave up three points in right. the second half. All right. On the other side. Joe Burrow. <laughs> California cuisine versus rice aroni, the San Francisco treat. Sam, who do you got in that game? Uh, well, it's interesting because the 49ers have owned Sean McVay since he's been to the Rams. I'm talking more of a, a football perspective. But uh-huh. I think that the Rams are playing at home. If they win, they get to play at home. 
So I'm going to take the Rams in a close game, frankly, just because I'd like to see a Bengals-Rams matchup. Stir-fry and fortune cookies would be easier for me. Like, Chinese food Mm -hmm. is going to be easier for me, but I want the Rams to win, and I like the menu options of the Rams. So I'm going to go, and because I like Liam Cohen, I'm going with the Rams. Miss Buckles? I really don't know. I mean, it's so confusing. Do you want California cuisine, or do you want stir-fry? Well, we just had stir fry, so I guess I'm going to go with California cuisine. Well, technically, we had hibachi, and we didn't have stir fry. Okay, well. <laughs> Do you want to revise your answer? No. No, you're going with California cuisine. Yeah. All right, there it is. It's settled. I'm hungry. You hungry? I'm starving. I'm not the only one. I mean, now it's only, it's, it's still <laughs> breakfast time, but now I'm like, I want something that's not breakfast really bad. Now I'm starting to think about all the teams that have been eliminated. Oh, that would have been good. Oh, that would have been good. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. More on the way here on In the Know. Did you know ancient Greek and Roman statues were brilliantly covered, uh, colored not bare marble or stone. You know, ancient ones. Yeah. How did so they know you see, you see um, the all those famous marble statues that Michelangelo and like, like David. all uh, David, the David, and all that. Though those were all brilliantly colored when made, but the pigments in the paints mm. have oh, deteriorated over okay. the centuries. Okay. And now we see them, and they just look like blank marble. And so I saw a piece on 60 Minutes in the last year where somebody had gone through and colorized. They had taken the statues, and they had built uh, replicas of them. But then they could do enough pigmentation examination to the originals to see what the colors were because it's still very – What they were supposed it's, to Yeah, be. it's the DNA yeah. of the color, and they've colorized them. And so they'll show you what they look like if you live during those times, and they're remarkable. I mean, the way the Sistine Chapel looks, as colorful as it is, those statues looked similar. Mm-hmm. But because the paints that they used at the time, you know, they weren't made with chemicals, they weren't made with they were nat- they were natural, so they just didn't last very long. But it's weird to see some of those most famous statues that we know from being monochromatic, and then suddenly see them colorized. It's just it's they they look fake because we don't we don't know them that way and we don't have any photography of them they were the photographs of that era and so it's just kind of a neat thing to to see it's very uh, very interesting Katy Perry has added more dates to her Las Vegas residency but wouldn't you know it not a single one of them in April skunked again she, yeah. um, Have you seen her before? No. No. That's, no. that's why we got to see her. Gotta, no. She's got to check her off the list. Because uh, <laughs> I looked at the We dates. just keep trying. I mean, March, then May. She's we there just, on March we 19th. We like getting skunked. Well, why don't you take yeah. a second weekend trip then? I mean, we could. I was willing to, to see Adele, but that hasn't panned out for now, anyone. Can you just get to see both in one weekend? Well, I mean, we'd have to, we'd probably have to spend someone's college fund in order well, to, I mean, to do it. <laughs> It'd be worth it, wouldn't it? <laughs> no. I mean, no. No was the answer. I mean, to no. me, to me, maybe. no. Um, Memorial Day weekend, she will be there. She will be back in June, June 3rd, 4th, 8th, 10th, 11th. She's had a couple of dates. Ooh. I could celebrate my 51st birthday seeing Katy Perry in Las Vegas. 50, did I say 53rd? But you said 51st. Okay, you good. Because it will be 51. And then there's some August dates in there as well. Don't go to Las Vegas in August. Might be a little hot. You have no Ooh. idea. We did I've it. been to San Antonio, <laughs> Texas in June, and that was like 120. Wow. It was yeah. rough. Yeah, we went. <laughs> Her first trip to Las Vegas was in August, and... It yeah. was so hot. Wayne's World, the the uh, used car prices are going up, in case you haven't noticed, and that includes AMC Pacers. The custom 1976 Pacer featured in Wayne's World, what's called the Mirthmobile, 
has sold for $71,500, which is, is a new record for is the Is this label. why you can't get Adele and Katy Perry tickets because <laughs> you bought this car? Because I bought them. Dun, 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 I'm going to hurl. Um, I would hurl if I spent $71,000 on a Pacer. I'm honestly surprised it's not more than that. 37400 paid for it in 2016 when it was auctioned by Pawn Stars host Rick Harrison after he had it fully restored, and then it went back up. It's nicknamed the Mirthmobile, still sports the flame decals, mismatched wheels, cup dispenser, ceiling-mounted licorice dispenser that it had in the film. It's all there. <laughs> $71,000. I'm surprised it's not more than that. I mean, because that's a fairly iconic movie. Well, it's doubled. The, I mean, the value's doubled in about mm-hmm. five years, so get back to me in five more years, and it may double again in value. Uh, speaking of, Kim Kardashian, the valuation of her Skims brand has doubled its valuation in just a couple of years. It's uh, her Skims, basically her underwear line, is now worth three point two billion dollars. It was valued at half that nine months ago. Mm. So there's some real creative accounting going on, or investors are pouring more money into the emerging brand to take market share. But Skims may be. Is this a line? Is this a, a is this a brand that you would have any interest in? Uh, yeah, I think yeah, so. You think? Yeah. I, I mean, it's, I mean, I've not looked into it before, but I mean, everybody's got to have underwear, so might as well <laughs> might as well come from that. And apparently, people like it if they're if it's doing that well. And then a man has crashed his car into Taylor Swift's New York City home. Taylor Swift's properties are a magnet for strange incidents in the latest ending with a man arrested yesterday after cops say he crashed his car into her New York City building. That's terrible. To which Christy Buckle said, you weren't going fast enough. Right? <laughs> Sorry. That's horrible. I can't stand her. Christy Buckle said, why could you? Want, you want her, to, her house to be crashed into? <laughs> uh, she wasn't there. So she, ah, but she's probably concerned for the... The housekeeping staff, though, she didn't want them to be hurt. Absolutely. That's all right. We got to get to a break. We'll come back. More on the way here on In the Know. your teenager threatens to run away from home, should you get it in writing? <laughs> need you to... <laughs> you promise? <laughs> Sign here. No? Maybe. I don't, have, I don't have a teenager, so I can't answer that. <laughs> Alright, here are nine sweet Valentine's Day movies for kids. So if you want to start the Valentine season off with your kids by watching things this weekend. Uh, Be My Valentine, Charlie Brown. So there's that's available. Uh, I'm not sure where it's available. Lady and the Tramp, the 2019 version. It's a modern remake of the 1955 classic. The Peanuts movie. Also, The Princess and the Frog. Peanuts movie, that's newer, isn't it? It is. Uh, at least it's within the last decade. Yeah, yeah. I thought like new-ish. Yeah. Princess and the Frog. We love us some Princess Tiana. Okay. Um, well, Princess Tiana was in the audience earlier. I saw so uh-huh. they're they're um, very they're both equally as princessly. Is that is, is that a word? Uh, it is now. Mm-hmm. But you knew what I meant, didn't you? I mean, I can <laughs> use context clues. Nomeo and Juliet. Never heard of that. So Anna always loved that one. Yeah. I never, I never really got it, but. Anna always did, and watched, Lou has watched I it. I watched about so. 15 minutes of it back, I think, over Christmas break yeah. because they had turned it on, and I thought, I've not seen this. Yeah. I, I'm only I'm only interested in one gnome, and that's the roaming gnome that's right over Sam's right shoulder. Don't move, Sam. Everybody <laughs> can see it right there. Mm-hmm. Roaming gnome got to go uh, bungee jumping this week oh, Lord help us. Uh, in uh, Switzerland. Enchanted. I, I I've seen that one. You have? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then some Valentine's Day movies for older kids. A Week Away, a musical, Ella Enchanted, and The Little Rascals from the 90s, not the original Little Rascals. Sure that there's 
a Hallmark movie or two as well about Valentine's Day. Oh, Sam, I'm fine. I mean, I'm getting to the TV listings, and it's all about the, the Hallmark movies. The, uh, now, does do you know, does Dennis get extra credit if he watches extra movies, Hallmark movies? Listen, he's such a teacher's pet. He's He's got, he has subscribed to Hallmark Plus because he thinks that his teacher will like him better. On TV tonight, the season three finale of Nancy Drew on the CW. On, uh, I think he would fess up. I think he would confess to being teacher's pet. Like that's his goal is to be teacher's pet in whatever. Send an apple in the mail since he no virtual apples. He buys and send them shares of apple. (laughs) I got to look at my Twitter portfolio yesterday, Sam. After you mentioned Mm -hmm. the the Twitter, how many shares do you have? Doing very well. One. Just one? Yeah. When's the next shareholders meeting? What? There's a story behind the only reason that he has one. So. I, I think everyone, I mean. Okay. I yeah. couldn't remember whether it was one. It was either one or two. So I couldn't remember. No, it's one. It's the best one. It's the most valuable one. Mm-hmm. It's sitting on your shelf, isn't it? Uh, well, sitting on, the, yes, it is. Yeah. The, uh-huh. the share is actually on my shelf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I got a stockholder statement this week, so. <laughs> trying to plan it. Gonna need to talk to a stockbroker on where to. I need to diversify all the wealth from that one share. Yeah, he's gonna have to really pick up like a great lunch I did, or I, something. I did ask you though if you remember what you it paid for it, and when I you, don't. When you bought yeah. it at IPO and you didn't remember, but I know what mm-hmm. it's worth today. Um, it'd be interesting to see what it's worth. You know, ten years from now, maybe mm-hmm. worth it. Maybe a penny stock. You know, if uh, they don't, or maybe you'll be a millionaire. I might be a hundred air. I don't think I'll maybe, be a millionaire. I think maybe I, you'll be able to go see Adele and Katy Perry in the same weekend. I I think I think I could I could sell my share of Twitter stock ten years from now, and I could fly to St. Louis. <laughs> One way on Southwest. One way. No frontier. With no no, no baggage, coffee. No baggage fees. Like nothing to eat. On A and E tonight, a biography of Janet Jackson. Saturday Night Live host William Willem Dafoe with musical guest Katy Perry. I can watch her for free on Saturday Night Live tomorrow night. So, uh, since I won't get to see her in concert this year, the NFL Conference Championship, Bengals of uh, the AFC Championship is the Bengals at the Chiefs, and then the NFC is the Forty ers at the Rams. And another reason I want the Rams to win is because I want to see them host the, the NFC Championship game and host the Super Bowl. Why do you want to see them host the Super Bowl? That's an unfair advantage when they're playing the Bengals. Don't you want to see a Bengals 49ers third time's the charm? Why don't you take, why don't you take that issue up with me on Monday once uh-huh. you're assured your team's going? Because well, you may be... My, a, my team has good of a chance at anybody. One in four. Um... Yeah, I, one and four. I, let's revisit that on Monday. Why don't we? You think I've? You think your thought of me being insufferable this week? Oh, you have no idea if it happens. Celebrity Wheel of Fortune, the season two finale. How is Von Miller going to be on Celebrity Wheel of Fortune on Sunday night when he will have just played in the NFC Championship game? The power of television. Yeah, I guess so. And then Supermarket Sweep, the season two finale, is on ABC as well. Today's highlight in history. You got doubleheader tonight too, Grayson County, Edmondson County, and I did very quickly get confirmation that from uh, Annie's grandparents that yes, Andy Kuyper and Rissa Riggs are still good. Friends. Oh, gotcha, cool, so, good storyline in first game. Awesome. That they get to go up against one another. You know, we kind of saw a little bit of that, um, similar to that, with uh, Xavier Wheeler on uh, Tuesday night with his former teammate. Yeah. When they point. played together at Georgia, and then they played in the Auburn UK game uh, on Tuesday, so you can be you can you can be competitive on the field and be friends off the floor. Oh yeah, sure. and I'm sure that if anything, it makes both of them want to beat the other one even more. At sure. least that's how I'd want to be. Today's highlight of history: the state in 1973, a ceasefire which officially went into effect in the uh, Vietnam War in 1547. King Henry VIII died in. 1956, Elvis Presley, not Costello, made his first national TV appearance on stage show. We don't typically give Elvis Costello history. Uh, oh, have any points. strong opinion towards Elvis Costello? I'm not throwing shade at Elvis Costello, but he's not the most famous Elvis. Uh, to me, what will be the high? I mean, I understand the ceasefire in the Vietnam War um, is probably the highlight in history on the long game. But for those of us who were in classrooms this day in 1986, 
the fact that the space shuttle Challenger exploded 73 seconds after liftoff from Cape Canaveral, killing the crew, including our first teacher in space. I, I saw a really interesting piece on this over the weekend. NASA needed a win. Like NASA was going through a period of Americans were asking, why do we keep doing these space shuttle missions? What are we learning? What are we getting for it? Education also needed a shot in the arm, and they came up with this brilliant plan to send a teacher into space to teach lessons from space, and everybody was jazzed up and said, yeah, let's do this. And then I actually got to see video from classrooms watching the Challenger explosion and the distraught. And what's weird is I don't remember it. I don't remember. I know I was in class, mm-hmm. but you know how when trauma happens, sometimes you file it away and you don't like you just I don't want to think about that anymore. I, I that must happen because I don't remember. I know what happened and I remember it happening, but I don't remember what happened in our classroom. Were you in high school? No, yeah, I, was, school? I was I was in it was 86. So, well, yeah, I guess I would have been in high school. Yeah. Like a freshman. Yeah. So I don't I, it was the the video I saw was of uh, in elementary schools mm-hmm. and it was just much. So I, I don't know. Maybe well, I wasn't watching it. Have you fought, been following the astronaut that's currently at the International Space Station on Twitter? And he posts a bunch of pictures. Yes. yes really cool pictures. Yeah. Really, yeah, really cool really pictures. pictures. That's right. Uh, birthdays today. Alan Alda is 86. Rick Warren is 68. Sarah McLaughlin is 54. Mo Rocca is 53. I love Mo Rocca. Mo Rocca is uh, most typically on CBS Sunday Morning, but he does a podcast called Mobituaries, and very good. Okay, now I know that. I've heard of that, yes. Supreme Court Justice Amy Comey Barrett. Uh, Coney Barrett is 50 today. Jermaine Dye is 48. Joey Fatone is 45. Nick Carter. Wow, it's a real boy band paradise today. Nick Carter's 42. So one member of NSYNC and one member of the Backstreet Boys celebrating a birthday today. Elijah Wood is 41. He and Lord of the Rings. That yeah. we're, I know Elijah I also think of him, from. Isn't he uh, in Happy Feet? Isn't he the lead voice of that movie? Don't know. Movie with the penguins. I'm a- sure Elijah would like that one. Ariel Winter is 24 today. She was on Modern, uh, Family. Modern Family. Gone but not forgotten, John Banner was born this date in 1910. He played Sergeant Schultz on Hogan's Heroes. I know nothing. And uh, Jackson Pollock was born this date in 1912. Okay, chart toppers. I better get on it. Running long today. Danny and the Juniors at the hop. Number one this date in 1958. You got any Guns N' Roses on Chart Choppers today? Welcome to the Jungle? No. Not not Nary. Not Nary. Or, or I, I will also accept the Bangles. No, I think there is a song. What's it? Oh, 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 oh. oh wow. Uh, is that on the chart top? Who they think I'm beat them Bengals? <laughs> Nobody. I'm a believer. The monkeys in '67. Love roller That's coaster. That's what I am. <laughs> Ohio players. You're a believer. I'm a believer. Might as well be. Ro- Ohio players love roller coaster in '76. Philip Bailey, Phil Collins, Easy Lover in '85. Landslide, Dixie Chicks in '03. Adele set fire to the rain in '12. And Olivia Rodrigo, driver's license number one in 2021. A year ago today. All right, there you go. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Sam, good luck to your Bengals. Do I get a who day? No, you do not get a who day. Uh, but you do get a good luck, which is better than what you were going to get. So there you go. <laughs> MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Beauty endures only for as long as that can be seen. Goodness will remain so tomorrow. Beauty endures only for as long as it can be seen. Goodness will remain so tomorrow. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here on Monday for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.